Welcome to another episode of Dakota Spotlight. I really appreciate you listening and would like you to know about Spotlight Plus. It is a subscription to Dakota Spotlight that provides bonus content, early access, and ad-free listening, all while supporting my work and the show you love. You can subscribe right in the Apple Podcasts app or visit dakotaspotlight.com. You're listening to Dakota Spotlight, a production of Forum Communications. My name is James Walner. This episode is the third in a summer series of interviews with podcast producers from around the world and other people seeking answers and seeking justice. This week, we're going back to Australia. We're going to visit with Jamie Pultz. And what makes Jamie a little bit different from the hosts we've met previously is that Jamie used to be a police officer in Australia. His podcast, Beenham Valley Road, investigates the tragic death of Kira McLowan. Kira was a young mother of four when she was found dead with 105 bruises on her body. And yet, when Jamie Pulse took on this podcast season, nobody had ever been arrested for the crime, despite an obvious suspect. So here is Jamie Pulse speaking from his home in Australia. Oh, mate, I'm bloody fantastic. And thanks for having me. This is awesome. I've, uh, you know, I've loved to reach the American audience and, you know, to be contacted by you is quite the honor. I know it's a big country, but where on that big country are you? So I'm on the East Coast. I'm about halfway up uh, on the Sunshine Coast. So it's, it's Queensland is the state I live in. Uh, I'm the, the closest city is Brisbane. Uh, it's winter right now, but uh, it's quite warm. I mean... Our winter is probably like 20 degrees Celsius. So, I mean, yeah, so it's a great place to live. Um, I was born and raised here pretty much. Some of the best beaches in the world. And we were going to talk about an hour or two ago, but you couldn't then because you've got little kids, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I got three little boys, uh, seven, five, and one year. And uh, one of them had a school play. So I had to go and uh, listen to that, which was great. One interesting thing people need to know is you're an ex-cop. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, so back in 2013, I think, I uh, joined the academy, uh, got into the police. Before that, I was a bricklayer, so or a mason, as you might call them. Uh, so I was doing that and then you know, wanted to change, got into the police. Um, after about four years or just shy of four years, I, I kind of had a bit of a burnout where I just wasn't coping not necessarily with the with the job, but with the politics and the bureaucracy and the the, the workload kind of got to me and uh, I was taking work home. So I left and uh, joined my family business. So now I make soap, believe it or not, which is quite funny. But yeah, I mean, now I don't even think about work. So that's great. You make soap? Yeah, mate. As my senior sergeant said, I went from fighting crime to fighting grime. <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> yeah. You don't make a living off of podcasting directly then? No, nah, no. Nah, this, is, this is a side hustle, mate. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I do make a little bit, but it's very, very small amount. This is just a love hobby. One night years ago, while he was working as a police officer, Jamie was called out on a domestic violence situation in a small rural town. It was then that he met Kara McLowan. Several months later, she would be killed. But on that night, she had just had some kind of argument with her boyfriend. It was obvious that something had occurred between Kira and her new boyfriend that night. I'd been called there to assist and 
we couldn't do anything for her at this particular time because she didn't give us any information. And I, you know, I looked her in the eye and I was like, can I help you? What did he do? What happened? Nothing. So when that happens, you've just got to, oh, there's a whole bunch of, um, you know, red tape you got to go through, but we, we basically had to walk away and, you know, she died several months later with 105 bruises on her body and no one's been charged. And that's kind of what, when I left the police, you know, three or four years later, I decided to do something about it. And that's what this podcast did. It's called Beanham Valley Road. And that the title relates to where she lived. Is that right? Yeah, Beanham Valley Road is the, is the street she lived on. It's a very long street. One of the reasons that Jamie decided to take on this case was because nobody had been charged with anything in Kira's death. Another thing that bothered him was that there had been almost no media coverage on this sad event. In fact, the whole thing was just a little bit of a mess. Look, it's a big mess, really. You look at any case, right? You pick a case in, in history and you could, you know, an unsolved murder or a suspicious death and you Google it and you could find out a fair bit about it, right? But for this case, we couldn't find anything. There was like two or three articles. There was no coverage about it. It just got swept under the rug. And I was a police officer at the time, but I wasn't there that night. And so I didn't know anything about it. Um, so basically when Tom and I, my co-host, uh, he's an ex-cop as well from the same station. And he's also a journalist by trade. Uh, he left in episode five. He had some, some personal issues, some mental health stuff he wanted to take care of. So he left. But throughout the podcast, what we discovered was there was a gathering at Kira's house. So Kira was 27. She was recently separated from her husband. She had uh, four kids and she met a new partner we called Jason during the podcast. He's a bad dude. Um, he's a serial perpetrator. Um, he's got an abhorrent history with uh, domestic violence against women. He moves in and at some point she has enough of it, but can't get rid of him, we, we believe anyway. So that night, there's a bit of a gathering. A gathering. In other words, a little party. Kira, who would die that night, or technically she died from her wounds the next day, she was there. Her boyfriend Jason was there and other people too. So Jason's sister's there. Um, Jason's mom's there. Uh, Jason's nephew, uh, niece, sorry, is there. And they're having few drinks and having fun. They are having fun, but at some point in the night, Kira gets into an argument, not with her boyfriend, Jason. Kira gets into an argument with her boyfriend's sister, a girl named Tamiqua. And this confrontation makes things a little confusing. Tamiqua punched Kira four times in self-defense, basically. But by all accounts, Kira seemed fine after that. And certainly, the four punches that Tamiqua threw could not have caused 105 bruises on Kira's body, which is what the autopsy would reveal later. Hello, dear listener. This is James, host of Dakota Spotlight, inviting you to subscribe to Spotlight Plus. For as little as $5 per month, you will get the warm feeling of supporting the show and also unlock access to bonus episodes. Get the episodes early and listen ad-free. That's right, no more ads. Apple users can subscribe to Spotlight Plus Standard right in the Apple Podcasts app. If you want to dive deeper and get even more exclusive benefits, subscribe to Spotlight Plus Premium or Spotlight Plus Ultimate. Go to dakotaspotlight.com for more details. So again, there's this little party, and Kira gets into a short brawl with her boyfriend's sister, Tamiqua. Kira gets punched four times. 
then it goes murky after that. We don't know what really happened and we didn't know for a long time, but basically everybody left that house. And at some stage, Jason returned by himself to be alone with Kira. And he, he says that they made love, they made up, went to sleep, watched a movie, blah, blah, blah. But the phone records and the damage to her body and uh, all these other accounts don't match what he's saying. So, uh, But he, he obviously did some damage to her because he couldn't wake her up at some point in the night. Like it was around midnight, he couldn't wake her up. Uh, He called his brother, asking for help. He said, call an ambulance, but he didn't call an ambulance until 2.15 p.m. the next day, and she was already brain-dead almost. You have to listen to kind of get the whole story, but that's it in a nutshell. So basically, they have this party... There's an altercation between Kira and this Jason's sis- sister. Yeah. And they do kind of, she punches her like four times. And mm-hmm. then everyone leaves. Jason comes back and she doesn't just have four bruises on her body. She had like a hundred. Is that right? Yeah. hundred, 105 bruises. And, you know, Jason tells the paramedics that she overdosed on antidepressants. Um, but the toxicology report doesn't uh, substantiate that. In fact, it just shows therapeutic levels. So anyway, we've just had a coronial inquest and the coroner has just handed down her findings. So I suggest if your listeners want to listen to that, they'll find out everything. So you've got a lot of answers at the end of this season, which I haven't gotten to. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a, there's a lot more than we knew. But, you know, the first few episodes, we didn't know much. Um, but actually what happened was there was an article in the Courier Mail, which is like our kind of one of our bigger papers. And Tamika actually reached out to Alison, who's Kira's mum, and said, look, I'm the one who had a fight with your daughter. You probably hate me. I would too. But if there's anything you need from me, let me know. So I reach out to Tamika and I'm like, let's talk about it. So we organize a meeting and uh, Alison, Tamika and myself and Tom, we, we met up at a pub and uh, it was amazing. That's the episode... The episode Hell is Hell Has Frozen? Yeah. So Tamiqua, the girl who punched Kira four times, met with Kira's mother for the podcast. Tamiqua had lived for years with the guilt of thinking that she may have inadvertently killed Kira with one of those punches. She had no idea about all the bruises the coroner found on Kira's body later. Here's a snippet of that episode with the meeting between Tamiqua and Kira's mother. Again, this is from Jamie's podcast, Beanham Valley Road. I know, I know where I hit her, you know, like I know, so do I. I know where I hit me. her and that's the only thing that kind of helps me. I know that it's not a good spot to that's hit That's not it. what killed her. And yeah, I know, I know. You need to know that. You need to really, really think about that. Because everybody who I won't name has been more than happy to send you up the river for this. And I don't believe it was your doing. I believe it could be because I hit her. No, you didn't hit her 105 times. No, I know that. I know that wasn't me. I, but know. I just, I don't know. 
I do. You know when it was the back of her head and, and I know she fell back when I hit her. Like, and I'm so sorry because I didn't want to hurt her. I just wanted to get the out of it. I know, baby, I know. But I could have done it. I'm not going to lie to you. Do I'm it. You I'm didn't. so sorry if I did. We we just couldn't believe that they both were in the same place at the same time. And, you know, and, and as, as we say in the episode, you know, this for all intents and purposes, Alison had kind of blamed Tamika and kind of thought this person was involved or possibly, you know, directly involved or maybe even caused my daughter's death. But I'm going to meet her and their meeting is very powerful. It's Yeah, I recommend everyone to listen. What was the biggest challenge for you guys either early on or even today with this with this story? Was it coping with it yourself or was it frustration with roadblocks or the workload? I mean, I work full time and got kids and I'm, I'm we're spending well we now it's me, but I'm spending my own money doing this and I've got a full time job and I'm spending, you know, twenty plus hours a week doing it. Uh yep. so that that was hard. Also knowing what I can and can't publish because we have different, you know, every country has different regulations and rules about publishing certain things. And so that was a bit of a roadblock, but, you know, you do get some hate, uh, some negative people, but Bean and Valley Road was mainly, my next podcast was very controversial, but it was a 12-year-old girl who was murdered. But this one was very positive and people were very supportive and, you know, ABC Australian Story did a two-part series with me, which was great. That really helped. Um, but yeah, what was the biggest surprise along the way for you? Well, there was this one one uh, thing that came to my attention that I was very very surprised about, and it was a it came in the way of a confession. Um, but it wasn't a con- a confession directly from him. It's more hearsay. But he confessed to a to an ex girlfriend, and that ex girlfriend told me, and that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I published that, and you know, with legal advice and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know what they can actually do with it because it's third hand. But that was that was a big surprise for me, uh, and also the ex girlfriend, the ex partner of um, Jason, who had four kids to him. She got on board, and she is an amazing human. Katie is her name. She Great. has the most powerful story, you know, and she shares it all. That's episode nine or ten. Watch the world burn. It's um, yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, that 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 were big surprises, and I've also made some good friends out of it too. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think you guys did a a great job. Um, no one has been arrested to date. Is that correct, or do you want to share that? Yeah. So Jason's in jail or prison. Uh, at the moment, but not for anything that he did to Kira. This is the stuff he did to another woman. Um, but he should, he's due to be released soon. Uh, he didn't come on the podcast. I did send two letters, but uh, they got returned to sender. So I guess he declined those requests. Um, but the coroner has just handed their findings down and I won't spoil it, but basically they're very damning and very good. Um, so hopefully the wheels of justice will move and, a criminal proceedings will happen and who knows, but that's basically 
without ruining it, that's kind of what I can tell you. Do you keep in touch with Jason's sister? Yes and no. I see her at the the coronial court and, you know, things like that, but not so much anymore. You know, she's had her own things happening in her life and, you know, I'm very thankful that she did get involved. She was involved in the Australian story, which you guys can watch too. If you just YouTube Australian story, um, Bean and Valley Road, you can watch the two-part series there. So she was involved in that and she's been involved in other things and she helped me out a lot. Uh, but yeah, not so much. I don't really keep in contact with her. For the last six years, she, well, you know, well, even seven years, she'd, she'd blamed herself basically, you know, and, and as, as human nature says, you know, we always do that. You know, you would connect the dots yourself, you know, well, I had a fight with this person. I could have killed her. And that's what she said. Well, I could have killed her. And we're like, well, you didn't, um, right. but I could have. And fair enough, you know, it's possible. Four punches can kill someone and that's possible. Yeah, I, I recommend all of you Dakota Spotlight podcast listeners check out Beanham Valley Road. Where can they hear this? Pretty much anywhere? Yeah, pretty much anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get tired of saying that, don't you? Yeah. Just Yeah, yeah. So you just search Beanham Valley Road, um, B-E-E-N-H-A-M Valley Road. Um, yeah. And also give me a rating and review if you don't mind. That would be great. Yeah. Give, give, uh, Jamie a, a rating and a review if you could. One thing I like that you guys do just format wise that you guys kind of let, let it roll kind of and talk when you guys are talking about doing the podcast almost or like, Oh, should we call them? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, yeah. And a lot of background ambience. Um, when I was listening to it today, I realized, you know, I, maybe I cut out too much of that stuff. It's kind of nice to hear the cars in the background and that kind of stuff. Right? So I, I like your style. Thank you. And that's actually an interesting point because oh, I used to fret about that and you get a few negative comments about the sound quality and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot in the last two years about where I've went wrong and what I've done wrong with microphones and placements and stuff like that. But you know, all those background noises, like our conversations and, you know, being at restaurants or out in the public or the traffic, I, I apologize for those noises. And most people said, don't, don't apologize. Like that gave it, gave it uh, a visual aspect. And so now I just roll with it. We've got a little time left. If you want to tell us about your, your next uh, podcast? Yeah, sure. So uh, last year I did one with another detective and a private investigator, and that was called Who Killed Leanne Holland? Basically, the story of a 12-year-old girl who was murdered brutally in 1991, and the accused killer did 15 years in prison until his conviction was quashed. And that was largely because of my co-host, Graham Crowley, wrote a book about it, and he found like 50 problems with the police investigation. So that conviction was quashed, and it's a very, very controversial. People have lots of opinions about it. It's had a lot of coverage in Australia. Uh, so that's called Who Killed Leanne Holland? And I, yeah. That was a very strange story. That one's got lots of twists and turns. And then this year, I'm working on one right now. It should be released in two weeks. It's called Tear It Down, and that's a mental health show. And uh, as listeners will, will find out in Beanham Valley Road, we do a, a bonus episode by the same name, Tear It Down, uh, where we, Tom and I discuss our own issues with mental health. Mm -hmm. The reaction to that was fantastic. And... It kind of gave us the idea, well, gave me the idea to do a podcast solely based on that. So this, this tear it down is going to be just conversations with people, 
you know, who have had mental health, who you wouldn't even know have had mental health, but how they cope with it, how they accomplish their goals and how they deal with it. So that sounds fantastic. That's coming out in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. So I'm just recording interviews now and uh, the the trailer is up on uh, podcasts, uh, Apple podcasts and whatnot. Uh, But my company is called 610 Media. So it's all under the same thing, being a Valley Road and uh, Who Killed Ian Holland and Tear It Down are all there. You have a website for 610? Yeah, so com. I'll put the link in the show notes for that. And uh, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, like I told you before we were recording, I believe that some of my Australian listeners uh, recommended your, to listen to your show. And I, like I said, I really like your guys' style. Well, let me ask you that. Has your style changed now over the years? Is, do we still get to hear the, the cars in the background? or have you? No, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Yeah, I've just, uh, you know, maybe I've fixed a few mistakes that, I, that I've made. You know, there was one episode you'll hear in Bina Valley Road where we all sound like we're, we're stoned, but we're not. We're just <laughs> talking really slowly like this. <laughs> and I yeah. couldn't figure it out. My audio engineer couldn't figure it out. We were like, "What? Well, you must have just had the settings wrong on your, on your recorder. And it wasn't <laughs> until later that I figured out that I was recording uh, at 44 hertz, but my digital workstation, my audio program was, was at 48. So I was, it, it, was a, it was a different thing. So I sound, we all sound like we're robots in my life. Yeah, <laughs> stone. And, you know, there was nothing I could do about it, though. That was just, that, that was it. That's and, crazy. Yeah, and there's been times where I haven't fresh record or my batteries have gone flat during a critical moment and you've got to be like, oh, can you just go back and say that? But no, my style hasn't changed. You know, I still don't have a studio. I just record in my bedroom under a blanket if I need to get quiet, you know. If you're a podcast producer and you've not at least once forgotten to push the record button, you're not a real podcaster. <laughs> like, no. you got to do that at least once. I did it. Whole interview was done. This is like three years ago. I'm like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> and it's brutal because you can never you can do it again, but you can never recreate the no. raw emotions or the you know the you know you just can't do it. I've had a couple of great ones where my voice breaks halfway through saying saying something too like, oh yeah, oh, you know. <laughs> but yeah. it's it is what it is, and it's uh, it's all good fun, you know. Like you, uh, I started this myself and built it from the ground up and self taught, do everything. So you know good on you for getting to where you've got to, and I will be listening for sure. Again, Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time with us on Dakota Spotlight Podcast. Congratulations with all your success, and thanks for telling us a little bit about your podcast. Everyone should go out and listen to Beanham Valley Road. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks, and good luck with this uh, next one. Thanks, James. It's been an honor talking to you, and I will be listening to Dakota Spotlight. And uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for introducing me to your American fans. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much yourself. And again, I'll put the links to his show in the show notes. Thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. This was Jamie Poltz, producer of Beanham Valley Road. Check out his show anywhere you get your podcasts or see his website, 610mediagroup.com. He also started that new podcast about mental health called Tear It Down. Dakota Spotlight is a production of Forum Communications, produced, written, recorded, and edited by me, James Wollner. Thanks again for listening this week. I'll see you next time.
Thank you so much for listening. To support my work, get early access, listen ad-free, and much more, please consider subscribing to Spotlight Plus. Apple users can even subscribe right in the Apple Podcasts app. Learn more about Spotlight Plus at dakotaspotlight.com.